This is the big effing deal, Carl Fredericks, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this... Good morning, everybody. This is The B Show. How are you today, sir? I'm Corey Smith in the Diamond Studio with, apparently, my co-host... Michael Vergara, apparently. I'm right here in living color. You Flesh and blood. do what you want. Oh, boy. In living color. That's yep. a good show. Jennifer Lopez was... Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, Damon Wayans. Uh, Homie the Clown. One of my favorite characters from... Fire Marshal Bill. Uh, who else was on that show besides every single Wayans and... Jim uh, Carrey was David Allen Greer. On yes, that show? he was. Okay, Dag. Oh my god! Me and my friend when we were in uh, when we used to live together when we were like twenty, we would know when we the other person would be masturbating, and we would yell. Oh, I, I, that's that's great. We would yell David Allen Greer at each other. Was that like your safety word? No, that was like trying to ruin the like sensation. a doorknob. Like it was like trying to ruin the sensation of masturbation for the other person. This is off to a great start, by the way, Corey. Like we got from in living color to. Just jerking it. Well, that's what he... You know what? Sometimes when you're talking about David Allen Greer and you want to go to San Diego, you just got to keep jerking it. What else? What What other choice do you have in San Diego rather than masturbate and think about David Allen Greer? Hey, you know what? But I'm your host, Corey Smith, and you're Michael Vergara, and this I is The B so. Show. And because I want to re- completely restart the show by saying who we are and what this show is. Just whatever gets us out of this, out of this hellscape, that is. How are you today, sir? I'm all right. Yeah. You know, I was all right, but I'm... You went to work today? Of course I did. You had a coffee. You having coffee today? I saw that. Yeah, it's, you're running it's the large gauntlet today. Yeah, this, this is what is. Do you think this is the second week in a row? No, no, no. I think I definitely missed like a couple of shows beforehand. Yeah, last week. That last week. Yeah, I wasn't in the raw predict- review last you week. You were not in the prediction addiction either. And you know, people are asking for more Michael. So yeah, you know what? All you in that in the in the very prestigious platform where they ask things such as such as you can find all of our shows, every single one of them. In audio format on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. If you want to follow us on, you know, a different uh, form of iTunes or Google Stitcher CastBox, go ahead. Follow us there. Um, City Wrestling Radio on there. Guys, we are also on the YouTube. Yes. When you're not too busy looking at anti-vaccination videos. And, and, and the videos get better by the upload. And automatically generated uh, porn videos of Elsa and Spider-Man. Be sure to watch City Wrestling Radio. I'm sure it's within those algorithms. Yeah, I'm sure. Not to just not to talk smack about our uh, platforms. YouTube is uh, you know, all hail YouTube. But uh, well, where am I going? All hail the YouTube. Yes, uh, yes. The, 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 the deity one, of Google. I for one welcome our new YouTube leaders. It's overlords. If you're trying you to make go. that yeah, reference, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just watched a clip earlier too. Um, but guys, if you want to stay up to date with social media with City Wrestling Radio, follow us at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's probably the best way to stay up to date with us because we upload any show we do. We'll let you know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, we just upload more pictures of when I go to indie shows and uh, like APW, uh, Hood Slam, SPW. An unhealthy amount of content. Yes. Some would say I'm crazy, you know, like Mickey James crazy back in the day. I mean, like, like wrestling is my church stratus. You're like, you're and like, I'm Mickey James. You're like crazy Steve of the menagerie. And don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? No, you're not a real wrestling fan, Corey. Men, what, what's a what's a, a menagerie, a, a, a menagerie. Was a faction in TNA, or also known as Impact Wrestling. Oh, that's why. Where uh, there was a carnival gimmick. One guy, uh, <laughs> their big guy, was a was a pinball repair man for their uh, menagerie events and there was crazy steve he was crazy i'm crazy yeah that's cool that's cool um yeah should we talk about some news on that yes note? please anything but the <laughs> anything but the menagerie anyways guys we got a plenty of news to get into um but this is the b show where we talk about nxt nxt uk but before we get into that like i said before let's get in some news nothing happened no we're kidding Lot of, loads of stuff happened. Everybody was fired from WWE this no, morning. No, that's not true. Yeah, three no, dudes. it was. Um, no, four dudes, actually. One, two, three, four. And really oh. depends on your definition of firing because... Or they were, were all released, technically. We are all, yes. When you're listening to this, the news dropped, because we're telling you this right now, it's that the following people were released from their WWE contracts. Theodore per- Perkins. Is it Theodore Jerkins Perkins? Oh, no, that's that's a... That's somebody else. Um... <laughs> 
Ty <laughs> Dillinger. Penta, yeah, Ty Dillinger, also known as I don't fucking know his real name. name. I forget his real name. It's it's out no, there he's, somewhere. He's better known as his real name. I don't know it, but he's known as his real name. Yeah, uh, and uh, one Kenta Kobayashi, aka Kenta, aka. Hey, my phone dropping Mumbai on the floor. Kenta. No, 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 no. Um, Hideo Tommy. I know. I was saying Kenta Mumbai. I can say that. Also, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like um, all these WWE superstars, and they're Sorry all released that. literally with just a couple days left. So these guys can technically, if they all have a 90-day no-compete clause, can compete at double or nothing. Yeah, it's 23 days. I mean, it's... Uh, it, it, no, the, it, the 90-day ends, compete ends at the 23rd of May. May 23rd, correct. Whereas... AEW's Double or Nothing takes place on May 25th from the MGM Grand Ballroom. Tickets sold out, but guys, check Fight TV. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. Fight as an F-I-T-E. Yeah, not like fight like you're going to fight somebody, but like fight like... Fight your television. Like I'm sure I just it'll... drank a, a bunch of Miller Lite and I just wanted to try to spell fight. Yeah. Because then they spell L-I-T-E. That's how most, you know, that's how most pay-per-view transactions work. You know, Corey? Yeah. I mean, I was I was ready to fight your fucking TV when when All In was going on. Couldn't watch that goddamn main event, but uh, you know, you get what you're you'll, you'll be in the comfort of your own home this year. Really? Yeah. Okay. I won't be here for this. All, is a disinvitation. Is that what you're saying? I won't be here this year for all for double or nothing. Oh, because you're not going to be in town. Yes, I won't be in town. Oh I, god. I will be at RuPaul's Drag Con. Yeah. Going to see a bunch of fabulous drag queens for my friend's birthday. That's a bummer. I mean, I hope you have fun. Thank you. But I don't want to pay forty dollars for a pay per view. No, no, you'll you'll find a way somehow. But yeah, no. Where where do we see these guys going? I um, mean, the immediate reaction to like most people, like most wrestling fans on the internet, would be respond with a fucking Cody Rhodes gif of the camera zooming in into his ear. That's really popular nowadays on Twitter. But you know, with uh, with Hideo Tommy Kenta, I. See him going back to Noah. He'll probably take That's the, what the speculation. Has yeah, been. he's going to go back to Noah. It's with open arms. Uh, he'll probably kill it back there. Uh, hopefully, I mean, don't get not, injured, dude. Don't. He's not. Yeah, he's not exactly the sprite chicken he once was. Like in uh, last uh, weeks, not last week, two weeks ago's show and tell where he faced Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Week. No, that was last week. Last week was oh, it was a double header. Double header. Because yeah, yeah have, last yeah. week's show and tell where he was yeah, faced yeah. Bryan Danielson in Glory by Honor five. Yeah. Uh, great match, by the way. You should check that out. But he'll probably get end up in Noah. He'll probably be loyal there, and he'll just, you know. Now, out. what about Theodore Jerkins Perkins? Um, apparently, he he's different from the other two uh, releases because word uh, this was according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider that he was fired, not released. They just straight up thought he was a terror backstage and just outright. I think without that- he didn't he didn't he didn't request it. It was unrequested, and they just. I think the only here. difference between being released and being fired in this situation is the fact that I think Kenta and both Kenta and Ty Dillinger went up to management and said, "Hey, I would like my release. Please, we, I, I want to, you know, thank you I don't very think- much. Yes, um, I will have a great day. Would you like me to pick you up anything like to eat on the way back to yeah, somewhere? Yeah. Uh, whereas and then, T- then TJP was probably like, he just I'm, fucking I'm kicked down old. the doors and says, Damn. "Man, man, don't get enough good shake around here." Can man. I get a title shot? Whoa! And they were like, "Dude, no, you're released." And like, what? T- TJP, man, like he t- talk about a guy who, like, I only found out, I I found him I found out about him through the CWC, the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, same um, here. I mean, I didn't like I said I didn't watch a whole and, lot of TNA back in the day. So and as a Filipino male. A Pinoy, you might say. I wanted the Phil Am Flash. Uh, I wanted to wish the Phil Am Flash nothing but success. He was cool for like a minute. I mean, I bet you he was kind of cool the entire CWC, and that was it. But you know, you start you start following his Twitter account. You have backstage accounts of how much of a diva he really was, and yeah, that's just it was just a super. Bu- it was just such a super bummer because. I think, like, as far as like representation for Filipino talents go in uh, wrestling, particularly in WWE, it's just Batista, which is not bad. It's actually, I actually take that with a lot of pride. But you know, I mean, Batista does have a huge song, doesn't he? And that's the joke, right? Yeah. Yes, the RF video shoots where all they ask is, uh, "How big is Batista's dick?" What does that have to do with anything about his representation? That's. I mean, it's like people talk about that. That's awesome. I would love if somebody represented me and was like, "Dude." I wish there was an Irish guy. I wish Jordan Devlin, they were like, he had a huge dick. No comment. No comment? You didn't wish? Okay, anyways, let's move on. This show is just a crazy episode today, man. 
I mean, I'm not the one steering this direction towards dick sizes. I mean, I was here talking about the representation of my own people. And then you were all talking about the representation of peepees. Peepees. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, no, uh, TJP, where do, you, where, do you, where do you see him going now? God, I don't give a fuck. Back to Impact, maybe? Yeah, I for one, ha- I for one welcome the, anticipate the return of homicide. Suicide. Right? I mean, I'm pretty, Wasn't it suicide? I, it shouldn't. It, he shouldn't be called suicide. There is someone, but isn't there someone he named He was ho- called suicide. There yes. is someone named homicide. He's oh, that's with true. LAX. So he can't go back as homicide. Oh, that's true. He can be genocide. He was cre- he was cre- he the entire creation of that character was because they wanted that when they made that video game. How about Captain Insano, baby? Well, they wanted to make well the thing is about like suicide was that he was the player character in the TNA story mode. Yeah. And so they like, we're just gonna hire a wrestler just on just based on this concept alone, which I thought was actually kind of cool. Like he was voiced by low key. But he was he, also I think he was low key. Yeah, he was low key for a while. And then but then they just keep switching to different people around. He's kinda like um, Which I thought was actually kinda cool. Similar to Bones or to to not Bone Soldier, but um God, who am I thinking of? Was it Captain New Japan? Did he switch around? A uh, Tiger Mask. Tiger I mean, Mask. Yeah, Tiger yeah Mask. sorry. I think sorry, sorry, sorry. Guess who? T- okay. Uh, hey, pop quiz. Who is Tiger Mask for? Uh, Ricochet. Oh no, no, no. Uh, Rocky Romero. No, Rocky Romero was a Tiger Mask though. He was. He was a black Tiger Mask. Right? Eddie Guerrero. Oh really? Yep. Who was Tiger Mask W? This is the easiest one. Come on now. Oh, Kota Ibushi. Ah, uh-huh. correction. Correct. Um, I'm tr- I'm still trying to find those original Tiger Mask. Um animes i really want to watch them um from not, 1969 they were oh from 1960 like yeah. i i was yeah. i thought you were talking about the new ones because no, i think those no. are on new japan world no 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 i mean legit i want to find the old 1969 mm. ones where it's just know. like it looks really cool oh look there's a picture of two giraffes kissing on my tv yeah um but yeah let's continue with the news and we'll talk more um We'll keep you up to date with uh, these guys and you know keep when whenever we hear them getting signed in 90 days oh also uh Another release that was actually kind of major, it was one Arn Anderson, one of the one of the four horsemen, and I felt this was kind of a new. I thought the timing of this was kind of unfortunate because Ric Flair's birthday is next week. Yes, you think he would be of of the people who would appear in ring, he would be <laughs> a pretty prominent member. Yeah, the Pony Boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Quattro S Pony Boys. We don't know the exact nature of this release. Uh, there are rumors and innuendo, as one Conrad Thompson say. You know what? We need to create our own rumors and innuendos. Like, like our phrase? Like I was saying, wrestling phrase? ramblings. There's been ramblings. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, there'd be ramblings. Maybe um, ramblings. Uh, reported by a guy named Rovert. He. I, no, I don't think he writes for Deadspin. I think I got that confused with somebody else. Um, this is what happens when you don't have your phone or your laptop on you at all times. But he reported that the very nature of Aaron Anderson's release, uh, A, should not enter public domain, and B, WWE literally had no choice but to do so. So take that as you will. There, I'm, I don't Ugh. think we should be in a position to speculate what it should be. Just lay it at, but then just to lay it out there for what's what we know no. and what's no. what this certain individual knows. I completely agree. But what do you think it was? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, that sucks, dude. I hope it wasn't something too bad. I, yeah. you know, I hope it's not something that would damage his character too. Much. I mean, like honestly, like this could also mean like, or you, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said I, I, I don't want to take that back. I said I hope it's not something to damage his character. I hope it's not. I hope he didn't do something just in general that's completely unredeemable. You know, there are some it's, things in this world that you can do to a company. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. But it's also really interesting to look at the dynamics of what the backstage is also looking like in WWE. You see the hirings of... Mostly, it, it it's kind of unusual because you are essentially getting the creative leads of TNA like three years ago. You got Sanjay Dutt. You got Sanjay Dutt like there. Joseph Parks. Jeremy Borash. Fucking... I hear Steve Carino is getting a main roster call up in as an agent even because he was originally in nxt and then you got J-E-double-F-J-E-double-R-E-J-A-double-R. I spell it how i want i mean he's gonna correct you i'm french he's gonna call you a slap nuts and all that stuff but yeah it's it's really interesting to see a lightweight changing of the guard or dynamics of what that backstage really is and and when you asked earlier what do you expect out of like a ty dillinger like what do you see in him like to me, I'm of the of the opinion that like they don't have to be it there's it, it matters people I don't think people under I don't I think people underestimate the 
the value of having certain people, even certain talent, like backstage rather than in front of like in front of like in ring or in television, yeah, like actually being presented. Sometimes like people value how much of a good hand they are backstage. Yeah, yeah. Or like maybe they're like the king of catering, yet like they just have a, they're just some person to talk to or some person to have like have a generally good general good rapport and like given how loaded given how loaded that roster is and the amount of time they're giving these people a platform like you are going to have your Ty Dillinger you just it's just by design and I think Ty Dillinger kind of knew that and he wanted to go somewhere else to see what else is new like yeah. he was in development for i want to say a, like more than 20 six, years no, 20 years like six years seven years and so you know dude's married to peyton royce too so i'm not i don't feel too bad about ty dillinger no no i he's taking it he's taking a chance and i'm not and i'm not saying he's asking it for any sympathy no. i wish him the best of luck you know what i give him 10 Months uh, until he <laughs> wants to go back to WWE. <laughs> no, um, good on him. I, I'm I'm proud of him for taking the chance, a leap of faith. You know. Yeah. Look, I like the guy. I just don't like personally. I just don't think I see him moving many. Needles. I was there when he came out in the Royal Rumble at number ten. Yeah, but then you want, but like, and but then this also brings back the whole di- backstage dynamic where you want a Ty Dillinger backstage because locker room leaders, locker room leaders, veterans. and and also according, I remember I was watching the shoot interview of a. Uh, Simon Grimm, also known as oh, Simon Gotch, Simon Gotch, where he said Ty is reliable, no matter what, no matter what, like you put him out there, he's going to give you the most above average match you could possibly ask for, and sometimes you want that, some sometimes you kind of need that. Question: Does Simon Grimm come off a little bit like CM Punk sometimes? Are, did you, did we watch the same interview? Probably. Yeah, yeah, where they talked about Enzo Amore. That's almost a million views, and it's like lightweight, kind of defining his career now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he brought that up. Like I remember he talked about that. He's an MLW, which he's actually doing kind of a cool, good job there. He's beefed up a lot too. Oh yeah, so he got fucking huge from Santa Rosa. Where, yo, really? Really? Yeah, I didn't know Santa that. Rosa. He kind of he kind of gives off that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, where he just said like, "I'm making mil. I put millions of views on the internet, shit talking other people." I'm Simon Grimm, god damn it. Uh, well, he's Simon Gotch again. He got the name back. Oh, okay, cool. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know, good, uh, Grimm Gotch. Yeah. He's a Grimmy Gotch. I can see that guy going to All Elite Wrestling and, do, and go and be all right. Who's next to get released by WWE? Aiden English. Oh, that's, no. <laughs> what do you mean no? I mean, you no, know, he kind of has no... I mean, considering the, the fucking state of 205 Live like, and him just being a commentator over there. Oh, that's right, yeah. He's gone. He's definitely gone once 205 Live's gone. Or who knows? He might actually become a fucking fairy, a Cinderella story in terms of like a commentary. I don't know what the hell, what other wrestling show he could be a part of if 205 Live goes kaput or when. Yeah. Um, Backstage correspondent. Again, I just don't want to. I'm not. Ring announcer. No, no, no. But then speculating on who the fuck is actually going to really. Like Dean Ambrose. That's my. That's my. Well, that's my hot take, Corey. Fucking Christ. All right. That's just like me saying I'm going to eat breakfast tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, uh, look, he could change his mind. Dean Ambrose could definitely yeah, right, change his mind. Right. And I can see WWE going for that leap of faith. We're like, hey, this is our final pitch. What do you say? And he'd be like, okay. Dean will throw in a PlayStation. All right. Oh, well, you didn't say I was a wise guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. You want to no. go? Okay. So speaking of Dean Ambrose and speaking of The Shield. Uh-oh. I thought um, you'd have this. I thought you'd I think have to jump on this. This is a reason why they're releasing so many people. They're clearing up the roster space for the big dog. He's back Monday night. He's taking on Drew McIntyre. So, so okay, since you're clearly not going to say the news item, I'm just kidding. And clearly not say the real news. Are you going to say the real news, Corey? Roman Reigns is coming back Monday night? Roman Reigns, yeah. Okay, just, yeah. yeah he's Roman coming. Reigns, uh, he's coming back on Monday Night Raw. To give us an update on his leukemia he's back. disease. He's you back. think he's back? He's I mean, back. like, I can't. Hey, listen. I wish it's good news. They It can't be anything but good news. Hopefully. Listen. Like, what if he just says, hey, guys, uh, this is, I can't wrestle anymore. He's been healthy enough to hook me in a movie. Star in a movie. That takes a lot out of somebody. I mean, look at The Rock. That dude could barely wrestle, like, five minutes without, like, getting getting a hernia. 
but yet you see you see the movies he's in, and he looks like a fucking tank. That's he, that's, that's a little bit of difference because The Rock is healthy. The Rock never had anything wrong with him like that. The Rock uh, just has his skills. He just kind of let him slack. Roman Reigns was wrestling a couple months ago. Okay, so or five months ago or whatever. And uh, I'm no doctor. I, I just play one on TV, but. Roman Reigns, uh, he. This is about four months worth of treatment for this leukemia disease. Did he legit get chemotherapy this time around? I would. I mean, I would hope so. I would. Uh, I would imagine so. This is leukemia, dude. So him getting leukemia. So he gets chemotherapy, and for him to be in a position where, whenever you get chemotherapy, I, I think like your immune system gets kind of fucked up. Yeah. Or at least gets affected by it. It, it kills all the. It, I believe it kills all the cells in your body, yeah. including the cancer and the white blood cells. And like, yeah. So it's hard so, for your, it destroys your respiratory system and your immune system. So when you're in a position, when you're like in a, when you have a job where every week, almost twice a week, sometimes you're in an you're in a stadium, you're in an arena with tens of thousands of people who are just bags of infectious diseases. Like, that cannot possibly be good for Roman's health just to be there fresh off chemotherapy and stuff like that. Again, this is all just... He wasn't there fresh off chemotherapy. Maybe, maybe. maybe. You're actually... Yeah. Yeah, he, he, that was a long time ago that he had chemotherapy. That was before he was signed with WWE. Yeah. Um, so it's... It's, He's also going to Good Morning America the next the yeah, morning he, he after. Yeah, he wouldn't be flying around all over the place so, if he was like. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, he was, if he's wrestling at Fastlane. Yeah. Look at look at the last pay per view. You had the, the fucking three guys do the Shield Power Bomb the, to uh, Braun Strowman. You think it's going to be like one final Shield? Match? Yes, absolutely. That's why they're having Dean and Seth like, kind of uh, reconciliate everything. Hey Corey, what? Uh, 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 come on. Like, like Roman's gonna come back and be like, "Come on, we were brothers. Let's, you know." Let, hey, dude. Honestly, Man. another Shield reunion. If that's the if that's the pitch they're giving Dean Ambrose to stay, if I were Dean Ambrose, I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck off." <laughs> he just doesn't come out to them. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna have the match. What are you gonna do?" You know what the original plans were? Had Roman not gotten sick? Um, no. It was gonna be Ambrose and Reigns for the title at WrestleMania. Ew. What? Ambrose isn't a fun wrestler to watch. I don't enjoy watching Ambrose wrestle. I mean, he's a wrestler. That's what he does. Roman if Reigns. That, you, then you're just telling me you don't like Dean Ambrose. No, I don't enjoy him wrestling. I don't enjoy his wrestling skills. But he's then you appreciate his character. You appreciate this character as like, okay, well, not appreciate, but then. No, he's kind of boring. Okay. you don't, Then you don't like Dean Ambrose. Oh. Just admit it. I mean, It's okay to admit. It's not that he's not exactly the most popular guy. I can't guy. say that about Roman Reigns right now. Roman Reigns, man, I... You know, them. Uh, of course, they had to announce this, and of course, they have to pr- promote this. Oh, ratings, but I just ratings. feel like, what if he just? Uh, no, comes but out? no, no, no. But I feel like this is something I could have waited until Wrestle uh, until after WrestleMania. What if he just comes out? He's like, "Hello, my name is Joe Unaway, and so I'm in a movie coming out. Go check it out. Fast and Furious, Will yeah. and Hobbs. Yeah, or not Will and Hobbs. <laughs> Will. Will, Luke and Hobbs, Luke and Hobbs, Sorry. Hobbs and Luke. I'm just thinking of Will oh. Hobbs. I have, I mean, fuck that movie. Why? Because this is a fran- This is a movie where they're he that J- Jason Statham killed Han. All right, spoiler alert. I'm sorry for those who doesn't see, who haven't seen the Are Fast and Furious. Fucking movies. kidding me. But he's the guy. Like well, I hate this fact that they're make they're just like brushing off the fact that the man who was responsible for the death of the family hashtag the family in the Fast and Furious movies. Now they're just all of a sudden cool with him. And all this other bullshit. Like, no, that guy killed one of my favorite characters in Cold Blood. I, it's it's un, it's unnerving, man. Especially he, when you once you follow Paul those Walker? movies. Huh? He killed Paul Walker's character. No. Oh. Uh, uh, the Korean guy. Oh, the Drifter. Yeah. Remember? No. He died? I don't. You ever I, seen Tokyo Drift? No, I stopped watching after Two Fast Two Furious. Wow, you, <laughs> man. All right, wrestling show and tell. Fast Five to Seven. <laughs> yeah, for the whole thing, right? Okay, I um, started with Fast Five. I never saw any of those. But it, like, just do mostly because The Rock was in this. Like, I had to. I just like. Was like yeah, I was, no. I was I was with somebody else at the time, and then they're like, "Hey, I want to watch Fast Five. I'm like, "Okay, okay, cool. Let's watch it." And you're like, "Oh, you go, Rocky." And then that same day, Osama bin Laden was killed. That that sounds like a great day. It was a great America. Day. That mm-hmm. sounds like a very American filled day. <sighs> There's a party in the U.S. Maybe. Maybe um, Hulk Hogan will come out with Roman this week. 
Okay, yeah. No, fuck that. Whatever. Kidding. Anything let's, else happen? No. Let's move on to our reviews for this week. This weekend, we have NXT, NXT UK, and Wrestling Show and Tell, actually from NXT, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze at NXT Brooklyn 1. Now, can you imagine if it was Tyler Bate? I mean, I can. I always imagine everything involved with Tyler Bate. He's NXT, a very good-looking man. NXT UK. NXT UK started off. It's NXT UK in the USA still. We have Flash <gasps> Morgan Webster and Mandrews versus the Coffee Brothers. Uh, Morgan and Mark start the match. The Coffee Brothers beat up on Morgan until his E tags out. Pump kick to Joe by Mandrews. The Coffee Brothers focus their attacks on Mandrews. A flurry of punches to <laughs> Mandrews. When you say Coffee Brothers, I'm just like, that's not the Oh, the Coffee Brothers. Sorry, the Coffee Brothers. It's the Coffee Brothers, right? It's the, I don't know. Uh, the Coffee Brothers isolating Mandrews. Butterfly suplex to Mandrews by uh, Joe Coffey. Uh, Webster then completely misses a dropkick to Joe Coffey on the apron, but with the camera angle, they sold it well. That's the thing about NXT, man. Um, you're able to see spots like that and cut to a different camera angle because he completely whiffed. He was probably about a foot away from Joe, or was it Mark, on the off of the apron to give him a dropkick. Uh, over the around the current oh sorry around the turnbuckle her and Karana to Joe by Mark Webster uh, assisted standing 450 splash to Joe Coffey a move they call did you hear what this what this move is called yet um, I was probably wasn't paying attention the assisted standing 450 splash oh wow rolls off the tongue right there it's uh, it's called toast at 3 a.m. after a club they go to in South Wales well they can just go fuck themselves. <laughs> Uh, forearm lariat combo to Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Coffey gets the pin on Flash Morgan Webster. Shit. Yeah. Sorry, mod. Sorry, mod father. You uh, you did you did you did good, but it's no, he didn't. It's he lost. time for Gallus to join. I kind of like Gallus. I don't know why. The uh, Coffee Brothers. I like that theme song. Yeah, yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> go on. It sounds like they did. They, it sounds like they made it on GarageBand because it's just like one constant loop. Uh, next up, we have a video package for Nina Samuels. Yeah, she's uh, she's gonna be a thing. Nina Samuels. Next up, we have a video package from Jordan Devlin. Yeah, Jordan Devlin. Next up, we have a video package from Kaylee Ray. So, this, okay, you're telling me that the this this NXT episode of NXT UK that was filmed at Access is getting is getting a bit thin in on content. Yes, they are. How would you know that? Next week, look, I actually look pretty good. We'll get there in a second. Uh, but Kaylee Ray, her video package, she has red hair, but she don't care. She's going to take on the entire NXT. Is that her fucking catchphrase? No, it's not. But she just said, it doesn't matter who I am. She was just basically saying, it doesn't matter what I wear. It doesn't matter about my red hair. I don't care. I'm going to come in and take over this division. Did you have you seen Diana Parazzo lately? No. She, she dyed her hair. She pretty much just looks like fucking Liv Morgan now. Oh, she bleached her hair. She's not bleached it. It's like a little. It's kind of a pink kind of thing going on. Let me show you a picture of it. Go That's on. cute. I like that. It's a good look. She kind. Of, she also kind of looks like um, uh, Chelsea Green, kind of with the eyes with this. It's, oh. For some reason, the hair kind of makes her. Maybe it's just the way the picture was taken. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I you know I still miss your theme song. Who's that? Diana Parrott says that. Oh da, God! Da, da, Next up we have da, 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 we have Trent da, 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 Seven versus da, da, Shane Thorne. Da, 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 Shane Thorne da, making an appearance da, 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 NXT. Da, da, da. Okay, we get it. Diana Prazo. She yeah. has a horrible theme song. It sucks. Easy, easy on the eyes though. Yeah, she's very good looking, and I saw her hanging out with Cassius Ono. Well, fuck her. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> They were at the they were, it was at NXT, okay? Well, you know what? She sucks now. Uh next up, Trent Seven Not versus Shane out Thorne. With me. Are you gonna be like the um Cinema Sense guy? Like, oh that's ten points for not hanging out with me. I I mean, does he say that? He does. He's like because this lap dance wasn't for me. Ten cents. <laughs> uh like I said, for the third time, Trent Seven versus Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne making his his debut on NXT UK. Shane Thorne, he says he's the worst. He's not wrong. He he really does. That's his thing now. He came out with a he came out with a towel. He came out and, and with a towel and said, "I'm just the worst." And he says, "Why try to be the best when it's more fun to be the worst?" That's that's terrible. That's the I don't even want to say the worst gimmick because that's giving him the satisfaction of saying that. That's horror. That's a horrible gimmick right there. Is he just asking to be like you know? Forget about me. I'm the that's. 
Think about it. What's more intimidating than yeah, a fucking maybe, professional maybe. wrestler saying, hey, everybody, I I'm suck. the worst. Man. Don't care about me. I mean, he's he's fading out in NXT. If, he, if NXT is going to be a fucking uh, melting pot of forgotten sons and this guy. God, especially, well, especially yeah, with those. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we'll talk about that later. After I mean, show. when it when it airs, probably. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Shane Thorne says he's the worst back and forth between two men. Seven hits, a body splash. To Shane Thorne. Long, want to talk about the worst, Corey? A very, very long arm lock to Trent Seven, followed by another very long arm lock to Trent Seven. This match was way too long. Like it dragged so badly, man. I could have sitting there. I was like, is it over? Okay, no. Maybe it's not that's over. his gimmick. He just wants the worst matches possible. Could be, could be. Uh, Seven then fights out with a series of chops. DDT to Shane Thorne. Figure there was okay. There was a cool spot where there was a figure four leg lock, um, and then they kept rolling over, and then they rolled outside the ring, focusing the damage on Trent Seven's knee. So that was kind of good. I did, never did seen they, that was the was the hold still applied? As yeah, soon as they got when, the, the... when they fell, when they fell out. That's cool. That's actually pretty cool. Um, it was very innovative. Uh, let's see. Innovative Sh- offense from Trent Seven. He's not on that show. No, by Shane Thorne. Oh. Uh, Shane Thorne then does hit a ripcord knee to Trent Seven, pop up German to Trent Seven, but then he gets a seven star lariat and he gets the pin and the win. This is a rainmaker. This is a wrist lock lariat. It's a seven star lariat. It's a yeah wrist lock rainmaker. Uh, next up, Jack Gallagher. He's coming back. He's probably coming back to NXT UK. Maybe I don't know him and Noam Dar. Apparently, that's the news. Um, but this is another way to get 205 Live stars off of 205 Live. I mean, you could just outright fire them like TJP also. You could, but I'm sure Jack Maybe Gallagher's, that's, yeah. Uh, They're just consolidating. To, it's a restructuring. Yeah. You know, Drew Gulak, I hope he, that guy goes to NXT. I mean. Yeah, he would, he would, he, he would, would die on the main roster. Um, I don't know about, I don't know about die. He could probably be a good mid-card heel, but he'd be, this a, week he'd, on he'd Raw, be served Braun a lot better. Strowman versus Drew Gulak. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, Better than fucking Baron Corbin for the 7,000th time. Did you see that that thing I sent you? We'll, we'll, t- we'll bring it up. Like, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> get there. Okay, next up, uh, Joseph Connors. He wants to break some new toys. Said Liguero. Uh, caught him on an off day when they had a match. Hey, man. Toys are expensive. That's what I said. Don't break my elite figures, all right? Uh, next up, the Grizzled Young Veterans. They say they're, very, they're the very best tag team in the world. G-Y-Z. And those titles, yeah. That's actually kind of a cool. G-Y-Z. Repeat after me. What's saying? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. P-Y-T. P-Y-T. Um, so, dude, those, those titles are so beautiful. Uh, yeah. I, I would call these titles PYTs because, man. They're pretty young titles. Oh, my God. They really are. They're so gorgeous. Um, out come Lorkin and Birch. Birch. Um, Speaking of pretty and gorgeous, they talk a little bit, but then <laughs> chase off, and Birch. They chase off Gyv, and uh, that was that. Tony Lorkin's like you know if you he's actually kind of an attractive individual, and uh, like Danny yeah. Birch kind of, like he has that rugged look to him, like he's like Jason Statham but like half his size. I'm sure he gets a lot of people going with that look. Uh, next up next week, Jack Gallagher versus Tyler Bate, Walter versus Cassius Owner. And Lorne, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. Are you telling me to fucking watch NXT UK next week? Yes, Walter versus um versus Cassius Ono. And Jack Gallagher versus Tyler Bate. Yes, that's that's gonna be two good shit. matches. Is this gonna is this in England? No, no, this is in this is still in Access. How many <laughs> fucking weeks did they film <laughs> on Access? They probably recorded like throughout the day, probably like <sighs> four different hours, and then they recorded the World's Collide tournament there too. Oh, so it's like, hey, look, the people who lost. Like Ed, Jesus fucking Christ. get back in there. Yeah. Get what back else in are you there, gonna sorry. do? What else? What you got anything better to do, Tyler Bate? Uh, next up, we have our main event for the evening: Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm for the NXT um, UK Women's Title. I mean, this was an okay match. It was. I know. I don't know. This whole episode was, it was just kind wonky. of beneath its potential. I mean, yeah. this is a rematch of like, you know, where in a time where there, there's no rematches. This needed a better crowd. This needed a better atmosphere for something that's kind of a big deal. This is a rematch between you know the inaugural not inaugural uh the two top women in nxt uk yeah the tip of the top the top of the tip uh ripley goes after storm before the bell rings uh, then she takes it to storm beats the hell out of her for a little bit stomps to tony storms ripley issues a shoulder thrust to the corner anaconda squeeze to tony storm Ooh, i know right uh tony storm attempts to fight back with a massive drop kick um and then ripley uh stood oh she stood on tony storm's hair that, that ouch yeah i know ow 
Uh, inverted clover leaf to Tony Storm, but then at the end of the match, we have the uh, was it Storm Zero? You'd be you'd think there would be like more rules about hair in wrestling, like. I you mean, would like, think. Like, a WWE, like Bianca there is. Like, you think Bianca Belair. You're not supposed to pull the hair. Yeah, you're not supposed to pull the hair. But then Bianca Belair, her fucking hair is a weapon. She'll strangle. I mean, no, no, no. They make it pretty clear that she can't strangle people with it. Hey, she's the first person to cut somebody with her hair on WWE TV. Yeah, okay? the well, like she whips, you know. Yeah. You think, that res- you think that should result in like a disqualification or something? Absolutely. That means she wouldn't be undefeated. Well, she's not undefeated. She's it's a mentality She's court. defeated. Shut up. She's defeated. What happened in uh, Tony Storm Ray Ripley match? I just told it? you. Is that it? Yeah, it was a shitty match. What happened? Tony Storm won. Storm Zero. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, not good. Because I kind of like Ray Ripley. Gonna, did you think a title was going to change hands? That oh, I love her theme song too. Uh, Tony Storms or Ray Ripley's? Ray Ripley's. <laughs> yes, uh, t- the Tasmanian Devil sings it. Yes, looks like the Tasmanian Devil. I'm just kidding, Ray. Ray. Oh, they're, she's they're, gorgeous. Stop they're it. They're both very gorgeous you ladies. Stop it over they're there. They're both very gorgeous ladies of Get wrestling. Out of here. Come on, on Netflix now. Heesh. Anyway, that was they're on Glow. Wait, what? They're on Glow? No, they're not. Oh, I was gonna say, damn. When's uh, Glow gonna do another rap battle? <laughs> I don't know. I never seen the show. So. You, you've never seen Glow? I know people. I, I, I no. I know. I'm talking about they did that thing on like rap battles or something on like Spike TV or whatever. Oh, fucking, I, I. You were talking to the wrong person, Corey. I thought you watched Spike. Dude's channel. I don't. Do I look like? Do you assume that I'm just a type of person who watches Spike TV, even though that's been off the air for like two years? <laughs> Spike TV. Leave me alone and go make a sandwich. Yeah. Spike TV. I'm fixing my damn car. Yeah. Spike TV. Which warrior is deadliest? Spike, yeah. Spike TV. An IRA member or or okay. or a high chief commander okay. of the <laughs> Okay. That okay. That show was pretty cool until they got to that episode. Until the IRA got, versus the fucking Navy oh, SEALs. Oh, it was Navy SEALs. It was Navy SEALs versus IRA. I thought it was Taliban oh, it versus was Taliban. Taliban versus IRA. And I'm like, here's two terrorist organizations that we're gonna kind of hey, lightweight you know kind of glorify. The IRA, there it's to be debated. Right? Yeah, it's pol- uh, okay, now we just gotta get into okay, a political okay. debate. Uh, but no, they had another episode where it was like it was like the Navy SEALs versus the English Shaka Zulu. The English equivalent of a Navy SEAL. I'm like, okay. The SIS versus the I'm like, okay. Which warriors deadliest. We both have, have guns. Cool. I am trained in this particular shimtar. It was weapon. cool when it was like samurai versus pirate. Hey, you know, it was cool watching slow motion video of weapons being used on like anatomically ana- anatomically correct dummies. Yeah. That was like the main hook for high school me. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, next up, speaking of things that uh, I would be into that get you in off high school. What? In no? high school. What? Huh? What? 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 NXT. Vanilla. Vanilla NXT, the, the gold brand. Is it is it considered gold or is it considered yellow? I'm going to say opaque. All right, then. Uh, NXT, February 20th. I would 2000, say yellow. yellow. Yeah, 2019. Just right off the bat. Actually, before I say this, um, this was a bit of an interesting one for NXT because it kind of lightweight casted a shadow from what we were generally served in this in this on Monday night and Tuesday night with this the call for NXT. Time. It just felt weird to me. It felt like Aleister Black was being shoved in our throats for the first time ever. Oh, no. I can never get enough of Aleister Black. Well, okay. I love Aleister Black, but literally three oh, days no. in a row. Uh, no, this was the test. Like, the fact that, well, the fact that the, I got three days of Aleister Black and, uh, if I, you know what? Let's just get right into it. Aleister Black starts off the show, and if we're thinking sequentially here, like I mentioned earlier, is fresh off his field trip to Raw and SmackDown. That's what I kind of thought. Like, you know how, like, you, the smart kids in the class... Hey, I brought it back, okay? Go like, back the smart to class. Kid, like, all the smart kids are, like, called up in, like, in a special office, and, like, they're supposed to take this test for the for the gifted kids. This is like the uh, when you go to college, but you have to go away to check it out first, the visitation mm-hmm. first with your parents. It's like an open house. Triple H walks in there. All right, guys. Oh, look at that. They have a Titantron, too. Look at that. Hey, so uh, cute. you're going to, okay, you're going to uh, fight Elias. Look at That's where they play your music from. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Alistair Black versus Roderick Strong, which, man, oh, hell yes. Strong enters by himself. Uh, Muay Thai strikes an elbow sequence as from Black as Morrow calls him the striking man from Amsterdam. 
Dude, this match was infinitely better than any match he had this week on Raw or SmackDown. Fucking Roderick Strong. What do you expect? Elbow to German suplex, pinning Bridge out to a two count from Black. Wrecking ball drop, drop kick from Strong. Strong lifts Black up to slam his back to the steps on the outside, which I thought looked great. Yeah. Uh, Strong attempts a superplex, but Black attempts a power bomb, but his back gives out because it was being worked on for the majority of the match. Uh, for Strong to do another backbreaker suplex. Strong knees the turnbuckle. Black knees Strong. Black Cabrata strong. Black kick strong. Black brain buster strong. Black just generally just fucks up strong. Uh, strong butt strong. But gut busters black. Both are on the apron. Strong torture racks black and slams his neck onto the turnbuckle. And uh, my God, that this is this is an NXT taping, guys. Owie. Uh, strong tries to suplex black, but black does the black mass for the win. I thought this was a fantastic television performance from both, but I got to give props to Alistair Black. His strikes with the knees and kicks are among the best worked, hopefully, in the company today. Like each hit like it like feels so impactful and the rate that he does it in just, you know, I just think that out of all four people, out of all four of those call-ups in the main roster, I think Alistair Black is going to benefit the most because he's the most ready. He has the most On unique, main roster? Yeah, he's the most ready out of all of them because he has the most unique look. His offense is generally just – it's. And you know, the, no, no. There are some people on the ricochet. Ro- ricochet is pretty easy. No, no, easy book look, though. no. But here's why I make this distinction. Like, there's some, like, there's some like offense from certain talent where you don't want to see every week, but – the way that Alistair Black carries himself in the ring, it's the type of style where you could definitely see see it sustaining on a weekly basis because it's just mostly strikes and just like making sure they look super cool as hell. Yeah. Unlike with Ricochet, where that dude's just gonna like do freaking tope con heroes and just fly everywhere, or he's just ri- or he's risking life and limb up in the air. But with Black, like he, he's I I wish and assume everything for the best with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and with I just, this, okay. and, and with this match, I think okay, go ahead. No, doesn't his entrance look a little weird on Monday Night Raw with the people behind him? He's rising with the people. Like, He's a man of the people. He's blue collar. No, you know what? He's black collar. And, you know, in, the, in this world, there's good and evil, and somewhere in the middle. Lies, Alistair Black. Hey, remember, you know that phrase, the truth is always somewhere in the middle? Or he's moody, I don't know. He's dark. <laughs> he's dark and moody. He's dark and moody. You know that Alistair he's, Black. He's very, you don't really know what's going on with him, but you know hormonal. he's... very hormonal. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's going through a phase, you know. Yeah. Um, he, like, he takes his coffee black. We made this joke already. Yeah. Um, post-match, O'Reilly comes, but gets kicked instantly... Uh, but Colin Fish beat up on him. I this was probably this was a really bad typo. Uh, then Ricochet springboard dives all the way from Louisiana for the save. <laughs> he, that he is so agile that Ricochet. Um, so I guess that means Ricochet and Black team up. Thinking emoji. Dusty or du- they, they announced the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Listen, baby, it's time for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. You got to put what you got to do whenever you do a Dusty Rhodes impersonation. You got to put like an echo on it just to make it like make it sound like. Listen, you- baby. I got Dusty You're using Rhodes Pro Tools. You could do this yourself. I don't want to do all that work later, baby. I just want to do it now. The and ghost listen, of Dusty Rhodes. Listen, it's the it's the third tag team classic, baby. We're gonna have some good teams in here, baby. I swear. You I see feel me like with the, I, Did you see me with the NWA World Heavyweight Title, baby, in the you picture? S- you start and like, you just remind me of the fucking the Maria Menudos. No, 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 no. The Dean Amber, the Dean Ambrose impersonation of Dusty Rhodes when he was talking about the Shockmaster, and I remember like the internet blowing up when they saw that. Listen, baby. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got I, a- I really thought that was sorry. I know I thought it was really weird how they had that picture of him with the NWA World Heavyweight Title right there. Like they didn't, they like that was a direct shot at somebody right there. What? The picture of Dusty Rhodes was a picture of him with the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Oh, what was it a shot at? Like it was. What, that's what? a title that's very prestigious now and is still being used in other companies. Yeah, but it's also a part of WWE history. Like considering the fact not that not really like, WWE history. No, not really. It's more. Of no, a part. but then the fact that WWE owns it, meaning that they can just do whatever they want. Well, they own the history. That, yeah, I mean, they own the history of it, but. Yeah. Uh, we get a performance center vlog with Serena Deeb and Sarah Amato saying they announced the recruitment of Rachel Ellering, also known as the daughter of the Paul The first Ellering. time they've ever done anything like this. Yeah. And then the fucking bullies take fucking... Shayna, a.k.a. Sharon Corbin. Oh, fucking kick some ass! A.k.a. also known as Sharon Corbin. That was fucking great, by the according way. According to Mia Yim in her Twitter account, we see her and the horsewomen jaw jack each other in the back. <laughs> it's really good because they tried they do, they've done this before or at least Shayna Baszler did when she first came into the to NXT and went to the back and I think Ember Moon was the one to step up to her 
This time, I think uh, Mi Yim is the one to step up to her, and she's going to take that title, man. HBIC, baby. You're going to step up? Step up to the HBIC? Yeah. Yeah. Bianca Belair vignette. Uh, she says she should be champion had it not been the ref being all not there and all. She also calls out Io Shirai and tells her, uh-uh, and to wait. <laughs> and, that she, uh-uh. and that she's undefeated. We get a recap from Nigel recapping the main roster field trip of Ricochet Black and DIY, um, which was, you know, was probably they not did w- big kid which stuff. was probably not made last minute. Like it was probably like he probably recorded it on his iPhone while he was in the bathroom. And it's like they just put that waveform and just put it on a fucking Well, Nigel, video. doesn't he do two oh five? Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh we get an announcement of the Dusty Rhodes class no, we get an announcement of the Dusty Rhodes classic. That was a bad read for me. Listen, baby, uh, what teams are involved, baby? <laughs> Come on. Okay, look, you are now past your quota of Dusty Rhodes. No, listen, every time, every time you bitch Dusty. Jesus. That's like one My of the, daddy would be proud of me right it's now. Such such a cliche. Everybody has a Dusty Rhodes impersonation to a point. With yours, like baby. You don't even have I, one. I just, out of respect for him, I won't do one. Uh I'm not sure if this was actually announced at the tapings. Uh it looked like when they announced it, like it just looked like Morrow, Percy Watson, and Nigel were just in a separate room, like filming like where it kind of had like a zoom in studio shot. Yeah. Um, but here's the first batch of combatants, contestants. I don't know why I call the combatants. I think because they said well, it. They're Undisputed Era, <gasps> Eichner and Bartel, <gasps> Forgotten Sons. Well, let's forget them. And Street Profits. Uh, the next batch are announced next week. Uh, I wonder who they are, even though you probably know. Mia Yim and the CFO, CFO Horn Section versus Zia Lee and her biggest fan, a fan. Uh, com- Wait, what? Oh, a fan. A fan. Collar and elbow tie-up. Lee kicks Mia, in which scares her to the corner. Test of, test of strength sequence initiated by Yim. Agility roll-up from Yim. Attempted monkey flip to a two-count from Lee. Lee kicks Yim. Drop kick from Yim. Uh, rolling senton into the corner by Yim. Tornado kick by Lee for a two-count. Lee attempts a flying knee from the top. Protect your neck, Wu-Tang, by Yim for the pin. Uh, this was a bit of a rough match. Yeah, Yim ain't nothing to fuck with. Mm. Uh, Yim was trying to command a still green Lee, but it was it was what it was. Uh, I'm, like Lee, she's you can see the potential in her, but you know she's in NXT for a reason. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Baszler, fresh off her management shift at a Chevy's, and her buds disrupt the post match and beat her down. Almost the entire May Young Classic bracket come to Mia's aid. Mia's aid. Uh, Baszler knees Ariel Monroe, in which May- Monroe like poorly takes it. And just looked absolutely awkward doing so. Like she got the knee to her face, and then she just stood there for like two seconds, and then went to the ground. Uh, oh, fall. Okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Yim takes down Baszler afterwards, but her buds beat her to it and gets a knee from Baszler as they stand tall. Tex-Mex dishes and all. Uh, we get footage of Gargano stretching string, and his wife Candice LeRae talk and says, "You know what you need to do." And then, and then, in the most wooden way you could possibly deliver a line she says what the hell are you doing here <laughs> yeah she hasn't watched raw or smack Dave team twice this week and we get a strategic camera pan to champa and goldie and goldie and goldie uh gargano tells champa that he won on his own and that tonight he's gonna do what he does best and be johnny freaking wrestling johnny freaking wrestling uh candace and gargano then leave champa by himself says i'll be watching i'm gonna make out this title Jeremy Borash. Oh, and uh, Matt Riddle, I guess. Uh, oh, dude, that that Matt Riddle interview was so bad. This is an interview with Jeremy Borash yeah. and Matt Riddle. It's a sit down interview in which Jeremy Borash on camera. This is probably his first on camera appearance, so this is a big fucking deal in my opinion. Uh, plugs the Performance Center YouTube channel, which is which is an awesome channel, by the way. Yeah, suggest- yeah um, Jake Atlas is in the first video. Yep. Uh, he asks Matt Riddle if he was ever going to approach WWE with a more conservative route. No, Riddle- bro. I was smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> to recap, Riddle, Riddle, Riddle. Riddle says no. He'd rather be asked to tone it down than to tone it up. That's good advice. Yeah. Uh, we get recaps of the Ono feud and the excellent Gulak match. Uh, he wants the North American Championship, the NXT Championship, and that no one's going to stop him. Wait, who said that? Riddle? Oh, okay. Who the fuck else, Corey? Well, sorry, I thought you moved on. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, uh, um, he wants uh, to win the tag titles too, and yeah. the women's title, and uh, yeah, he says he wants the North American Championship, the NXT Championship, and that no one's gonna stop him. Yeah. Oh, 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 wait. Uh, oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
bro. Uh, no, it's <sighs> interesting. It's interesting to see where they go with him. Um, Considering these call-ups, I definitely see this guy going complete, like go straight into the main event. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Matt. Like I, I wouldn't be fully against it. Who's gonna turn heel first, him or Keith Lee? I think Keith Lee. I, you don't have to turn any of those guys heel. Just get if anybody's turning heel. We need more heels. If there's anybody, in NXT, um, D- Dijakovic. Okay. Put put him as the heel. Okay. Um, he's he could be a lot more Done. natural in that role. Um, who else? <laughs> R- Riddle Riddle without the weed. That would take the weed away and then like make him a heel that way. Be like, I'm a heel when I don't smoke weed. Ooh. Just I'm pretty much angry. like right to censor. Um, <laughs> gets got- for your own good. <laughs> He was good. Stevie, I'm surprised that guy isn't like employed by the WWE yeah. in like in a backstage role. He probably is. I don't know. Or Landstorm. Yeah. Anyway, main event. Main event time. Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. Dream enters <coughs> with a robe. It's glittery. Johnny Gargano enters, and we see this dick right in front of him rip up one of the many Johnny. I love signs. that. That was so he was just slowly all, ripping all up it in too. Johnny's face, and he just was not selling it. No selling. Yeah. Uh, Gargano looks orange as ever. I swear, him Dude, and Be- him it, and Becky Lynch got to lay off the spray tan. Either, and you can totally see in his eyes. You can see where his eye goggles went. His yeah. eyes were like his like. It was bad. Imagine being the person who would do the spray tan. I mean, there's that's a job. Someone spray tanning somebody. Yeah. I was thinking about going in town. You look. No, you don't t- have to. No, I'm just so white. Uh, chain wrestling to start. We get a wrist lock somersault from Dream, who then slaps the teeth out of Gargano. I wasn't sure if it was teeth or gum, but then like Gargano was like check, like legit, like look, checking up on his teeth. Like, oh yeah. shit, did, yeah, does yeah. somebody have Gargano's teeth in the yeah. audience? Yeah. Um, would you give it back? No. <laughs> It's like that episode. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where, like, uh, Millhouse he <laughs> he gets his teeth knocked out in the hockey game, and then Marge like she keeps, she kept the teeth as a souvenir. Yeah, as a I souvenir. Millhouse's too. And then no, and then and then Millhouse and a dentist like he knocks on the door. And it's like, do you guys have my teeth? And then Marge is like, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was so that was I remember that game like that joke just being super out of character for Marge. Um, but yeah. Uh, double axe handle to a two count by Dream. Hangman's neck breaker by, by, by Gargano. Gargano does a modified rings of Saturn on Dream and just works the arm. Gargano tosses Dream out of the ring and does Hogan poses to the crowd, which was definitely like a shot at, you know, storytelling. Yeah. Dream would always do that shit. Abdominal, abdominal stretch from Gargano. Spine buster from Dream for breathing room. They trade strikes. Famous sir from Dream. Spinning flatliner from the corner of Gar- from Gargano. Gargano does a back elbow to a running Dream DT. I think that's what it's called. Uh-huh. But heads collide, which drops both of them. Gargano attempts a slingshot DDT by slapping him. Wait. Gargano attempts the slingshot DDT, but Dream slaps him midair. That's, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, Dream Valley driver on the apron is attempted, but Tope Suicida from Gargano uh, happens. Spinning DDT to a near fall from Dream. Rainmaker misses. Super kick from Gargano. Near fall. Match hits the fever pitch. Avalanche Dream Valley drivers teased and then delivered. One, two, kick out. Dream attempts the elbow drop, but Gargano rolls away and super kicks Dream as he dives onto him. Superplex on the unforgiving steel entrance ramp. Slingshot DDT. One, two, kick out. And to repeat Morrow, come on. Uh, NXT chants are chanted as Morrow calls it a barn burner. Gargano attempts a DIY kick. But Velveteen Dream does a does two Dream Valley drivers and then a purple rainmaker. One, two, and three. Oh, the new. And this and thus Velveteen Dream is the new NXT North American champion. Uh I this was hands down Dream's best match his entire career so far. Uh Johnny Gargano, what what's left to say about him? He is NXT's greatest performer. Uh I thought this was an incredible match. The, uh, this was at the level of like your average takeover, but just having to be at full sale. And yeah, this match absolutely ruled. It, it was a bit of a short. Um, it was they were kind of like stall for time too, because like they were immediately kind of like as soon as Dream won the title, they kind of just went off air okay. a little bit. Where the fuck was Champa? Champa? Oh, oh wait, I did not mention this actually. Champa was was up on the rafters okay. kind of. I don't like, think it was, like, he really was. You, know, you think it looked like a projection screen and then just him looking at it? I, it I forgot I to mention this. I swear to God. It, it looked cool. It looked like there was it a TV. It looked fucking cool. I thought it was a TV on one side and they had a camera shot 
and that there like was like the light reflected on Champa, and they put the they put like a curtain around it yeah. to make it look like because there's I don't think I thought there's it any rafters cool. there. Yeah, I forgot to mention that shit. Um, but yeah, and then she, and then as soon as Gargano lost, you see you get um, you get footage of uh, Tommaso Ciampa where he's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he said. NXT, F- fucking fantastic match. Good show, man. You'll, should we keep the NXT train rolling? Let's keep the NXT train running, rolling with some show and hell. Come on, ride the train. Come Let's go back it. a couple of years to uh, wrestling show and tell. NXT Brooklyn won Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tyler Breeze, the first match of its kind. I think they need to do more of these types of matches because that's what NXT was really yeah, focusing on get first. A guy. I mean, the thing is about Jushin Thunder Liger is that like that's I feel like that was just like a novelty kind of thing. Mickey, bringing back very... Mickey James though at NXT though that was really cool. I think they need to do stuff like that, like, like Lashley, one, just one novelty match. Like Lashley should have been brought back in NXT just for a couple matches, just for make, like maybe a program and maybe go over. Uh, let's say I don't know the fucking Forgotten Sons. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But have him destroy them for have him destroy them for a minute and then come up to the main roster. I just want Forgotten Sons to be destroyed. Yes. Somebody will do that soon. Uh, Hopefully, God. So the announcers <laughs> for this match are uh, unlike our normal announcers for NXT, we have Corey Graves, Byron Saxton, and Rich Brennan. Oh yeah, no, Rich Brennan, who now does MLW with uh, Tony Siobhan. Uh, this was this took place uh, August twenty second, two thousand fifteen in the Barclays Center. Prince Pity, Prince Pretty comes out. Prince Pity, Prince Pity feels sorry for me, guys. I do love how. Okay, so the set is not. So they're still in Barclays a couple days before um, Summer. The day before SummerSlam. Yeah, this was. But the they have their Slam. own separate set in front of the main set. So building. this wasn't the Bailey Sasha Banks here. Yes, it was. It was 2015. Yep. yep. Shit. Yep. Fuck, man. Um, Long time ago, NXT, dude. Yeah, no, absolutely. It really is a time capsule. Sometimes um, they have a very smaller set, and I like these smaller sets. Um, I don't know why, but to me, they, they look really good. Because it just kind of somewhat looked at like an extension of Full sale, but yeah, not being completely. Exactly. Where now with takeovers, they're just, they just pretty much just look pay-per-view. like... Yeah, pay-per-view. they just look like a pay-per-view or like... What is it? Like, they just repurpose us, the Raw the SmackDown, SmackDown The SmackDown set. It's yeah. a SmackDown set. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but with black ropes. I mean, with black uh, stuff. So Prince Pretty, he comes out, and he kind of has an NYC-style fashion show before he comes out with a couple of people. The dressed, runway. Yeah, a couple of women dressed like uh, iconic uh, landmarks in New York City. He comes out to the ring. He's live-streaming on Facebook, by the way. Um, he comes out, and then let's welcome Jushin Thunder Liger to NXT with a fabulous... Leopard print vest. He is not entering to uh, Ikarina Jushin. No, it's Liger. it's a different. Um, it's like an. It's I think it's CFOs. CFOs did this one, I think. Of course. Gross. Uh, Gross. It it resembles the uh, the other song a little bit. Not really. No. No, it's just like Japanese wrestling music. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. Um, the two lock the lockup between the two men at, over the shoulder. Uh, or sorry, after a shoulder tackle, Breeze poses um on the ring post because as Breeze does. After an ankle takedown, Jushin Thunder Liger then mockingly uh, poses on the ring post just like Tyler Breeze does, which I love because it's Jushin Thunder Liger and you know he's like 50 years old doing this shit. Mm. Uh, I remember there was a brief period of time where Stephanie McMahon had the same hair as Jushin Thunder Liger. I'm really? There was an OSW review episode where mm. they just compared, like they they were reviewing the first episode of Total Divas, yeah, and then like they mentioned that like so when Stephanie McMahon appeared on screen, they just said uh, Stephanie McMahon kind of has the sh- hair of Jushin Thunder Liger, and they had like a side by side picture of each other, and it just like, go, the, like the hair like continues, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look out for that OSW. Uh, rocking modified surfboard to Tyler Breeze, Romero special to Tyler Breeze. Liger then flips Breeze across the ring. Almost does a double backflip. A really good sell job on that flip uh, Flip over the halfway through the ring. Liger then takes a selfie with Breeze's selfie stick. Uh, Breeze briefly goes for the mask of Liger. Supermodel kicked a Liger. Jackknife backstabber to Liger. Um, a very, very long leg lock to Jushin Thunder Liger. Liger then powers out for a front slam. Rolling kick to Tyler Breeze. Tilt the world backbreaker to Tyler Breeze. Breeze then gets uh, his knees up to defend a uh, crossbody off the top ropes. Stomps and punches to Liger. Then we get a somersault plancha to Breeze on the outside. Running Liger bomb for the pin and the win. His one match in NXT. And he, he, they put him over. They put Juice and Thunder Liger over in his one match in NXT. 
what you think what what is there possibly to i mean what's the purpose of bringing someone in for one match it would be to get somebody else over i think like when thinking about like this was just a very interesting thing to look at because this was this was a long time ago now it might as well have been 10 years ago given how (sighs) wwe moves and so for this to happen like and for it for it to have no follow up and in the for the benefit of hindsight it yeah. was, this entire thing was weird seeing Jushin Thunder Liger in a WWE ring and i know like this was this is trip this is NXT this is Triple H William Regal did the whole entire deal well this is NXT Brooklyn like, 1 what too, was its really, purpose i think it was really to set off to try to set um NXT what? apart from the main roster because we've had NXT takeovers before we had NXT NXT arrival NXT re-arrival and we've had takeovers and in full sale but this was NXT the, exit but the, this was the first uh, takeover at a main um wasn't it this is the first takeover at a main stadium I believe it was mm-hmm. yeah um, no, I'm sorry I don't have the answer there immediately but, I believe uh, it was and if I'm wrong please let me know so in the this, comment section so below. your your, uh, your logic is that this this really distinguished NXT as this sort of fringe alternative brand yes. where you wouldn't this stuff like that would normally never happen like, what? in the main We're roster. See this here? Oh my god. I remember I was in a I was in a hotel lo- a hotel lobby on my laptop in the Philippines when this got announced. Where and that Jushin Ju- Thunder Liger is going in NXT. And Jushin Thunder Liger runs past you and said, I like your shirt and hits you on the chest. Yeah, I mean he does that to people. He does that to people. He's he still wears the mask in public. I fucking love Jushin Thunder Liger when he's like in his dad clothes, but just has the mask on. Still, when he gets interviewed like, when he has like a, like he has like a, a red and black flannel with like yeah. jeans with his shirt tucked in the jeans. Yeah. He's like very um, casual Japanese man, yeah. casual Japanese dad. I love it. Mm. Anyway, yeah, it's not so much like the match itself. It was it was a house show match. Honestly, yeah, it like was, it was just like get it was, it, it was it was his spots, and then like the pet, the part where Jushin Thunder Liger mimics Tyler Breeze's mannerisms, yeah, where he lays on the top rope yeah. and poses. Yeah, I, I, it was. It's just something. It's it's unusual. I will say, I really love Rich Brennan. I really love this guy. He called moves left and right, man. I was really? like, yes, Romero better than Marwanalo. Marwanalo is good. Um, I'm okay. I'm not, no, no, not better than tomorrow. Not better than tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying compared to main roster guys, with oh that slam that look with I don't know Tom Phillips. Like he doesn't really call out moves as much as Rich Brennan, but I do think he has a better voice than Rich Brennan. Tom Phillips. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Tom. In fact, in fact, I think Tom Phillips is pretty much the future of commentary and for them. With Tom Phillips, you get dick pics. No, he doesn't get dick pics. We get dick pics. No, Tom Phillips, he wasn't known for the dick pics. He he was known for sliding into a girl's DMs when he was Oh, when, yeah, he, yeah. He was, when he had a fiance saying I'll face fuck you to death. Something like that. I don't I mean, know. not to death. Not to death cuz like what's, that's the, what's taking the, it too far. That's just taking it. I mean, literally too far when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to kill anybody <laughs> with your uh, dick. Anyways. Huh? Wrestling show and tell. Wrestling show and tell. What do we got next week, Michael? Next Michael. week, uh, you know, last week you did the whole Eddie Guerrero thing with him versus Brock Lesnar. And you just wanted to keep the train going. Let's keep you? the Eddie Guerrero, not train, not so much train, but the lowrider uh, car going. Keep the hydraulics up. Keep the hydraulics going. There we go. Yes. And so uh, next week's show and tell, it's going to be Edge versus Eddie Guerrero. No disqualification match. September 26, 2002, WWE SmackDown. Ooh. It's on YouTube, so you don't even need a WWE Network subscription for that. And how long is it? How long is this fucking video? 19 minutes and whatever seconds. Odd seconds. Yeah. Nice. Literally, the first thing I, you see is, uh, for a sneak preview of this match, there's a guy with a sign that says, Eddie mowed my lawn. Mode, as, uh, mode spelled M-O-E-D. Because, yeah. I mean. We're, we're in for a ride. We are in for a ride. This was considered one of the greatest matches in SmackDown history, by the way. Okay, nice. So, looking forward to it. Does, uh, does it get turned into a six-man tag team match, player, player? You're going to have to find out. Oh, fuck. Next week. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. I'm looking forward to it, Michael. But before we get out of here, we have a couple of birthday wishes we'd like to give out. Um, have a quiet weekend. Uh, today's the 22nd. Tomorrow's the 23rd. No birthdays. But... The 24th, we have a couple birthdays we'd like to start giving out. That's Sunday. Born in 1984. God, I didn't write their ages down. Uh, turning 35 years old. Um, yeah, right? No, turning 30, 30. Yeah, 35 years old. Corey Graves. Happy birthday, Corey Graves. Um, yeah, happy birthday, Corey Graves. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. I know it's not an easy time for you or anyone involved. 
Happy birthday, Corey Graves. Happy birthday, Corey Graves. Next up, turning uh, 39 years old, we have um, the artist, Shinsuke Nakamura. 39, huh? Shit, wow. You know what to say when you turn 39, right? (laughs) And Monday, the 25th, as we all know, it's Ric Flair's 70th birthday. And also celebrating her 36th birthday is Maria Kanellis. Happy birthday, Maria Kanellis. 36 years old. Yeah, she looks pretty good for 36. I didn't expect that her, her to be. But that 36 is a relatively young age. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, she's been in the company for almost 11 years, man. Yeah. Here she goes again with the... Again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, was there anything else? I really loved Maria's theme, honestly. Like, it was just like simple, the best of Simple Plan. Her name's going on. Oh, that was that. Here she goes again with the... Good medicine. She's got legs for days. Yeah. Um, Michael, shall we? <sighs> yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four. Wait, what? <laughs> Are we going to break out into song? <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get out of here. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, and for me, Corey Smith, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. This has been a week of City Wrestling Radio. And we'll see you next week with me and whoever else decides to show up on the Raw Review. Uh, maybe on Monday. I don't know. We're thinking about doing a Monday show. With, what? No. Not with you. Okay. Maybe a new member to the City Wrestling. A new signee to the City Wrestling Radio family. Ooh, who can it be? Speculation. I mean. It's TJP. TJP just got released. Um, Arn Anderson. Uh, Ar- I mean, I need to find out what happened to him first before we hire him. That's true. I don't want to hire somebody and be like, ooh, you stole that much money from your boss? I'm good. I don't know. Allegedly. Fucking no. Anyways, I just throw that word Where's out there the now. scissors, Arn? Where's uh, the scissors? Yeah, right? That was Sid, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Corey Smith, City Wrestling Radio, uh, KCSF. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. And you can say bye too, Michael. No, you don't want him? Okay. Michael says goodbye. Yeah, why are you shaking your head? You don't say goodbye? Mike. All right, bye. 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 bye.